Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guests are the owners of Scoop Wells Dough Bar, Kendra and John Shear. I was so excited to talk to them because for those of you who are snack fans like myself, this is a wonderful place to grab a treat in downtown Phoenix. Scoop Wells is a cookie dough bar. It is fantastic. So I encourage you guys when you get a chance again, go back outside and go get a treat this is the place to go get it Um, on top of everything else they are family uh, family owned and on top of that they're family oriented they are parents of twins and another one coming along the way Um, they are just incredibly fantastic to talk to from their perspective of how they came to be in this uh, small business market on top of everything else so i'm very excited to share this episode with you guys so we hope that you enjoy it let's get into a little bit more of the business side you can hear every episode of our podcast at our website findingarizonapodcast.com we make it easy for you guys to connect with us so social media wise is everything under finding arizona podcast twitter instagram and facebook you let us know what you want to hear next we will set it up and shout them out and do everything in between uh next up if you would like to go to our website and check out our newsletter and blog the newsletter is more the official side of what's going on in the podcast world all the who's coming up and the any uh, local events that we want to highlight uh the blog is more the personal touch of Brittany and i you get to learn about what's going on in our lives what we are into what we're doing at our own home uh, go check out the latest updated blog posts um, Brittany works very hard on those so I'm very excited to share more of that um, last but not least if you would like to become a super fan of Finding Arizona podcast you can do that go to patreon.com slash Finding Arizona podcast there you can sign up for one of our tiers and get bonus content easily accessible to you straight into your dome and you can binge as much as you want we have some cool things that um, only behind the scenes stuff that you can get there so sign up patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast there uh next up is my favorite part of the intro is our community cork board so if you are a local business owner or someone who has an event coming up please give us a um, email over at finding arizona podcast at gmail.com we will set up a shout out like the following so just a little highlight for those of you who are interested we are very much highlighting a lot of local events that are online first up is our friends over at local first arizona they have a webinar it is called attract a-list clients and make key contacts through linkedin that is going to take place wednesday april 22nd right at noon sign up go do this because if you're a local business owner and you want to keep your clientele happy or even add additional clientele this is an opportunity for you because uh, local first arizona is a local nonprofit. it is very much connected in the community and we love shouting out anything that they do next up is another local um, social distancing event it is called boxes of hope a social distancing supply drive so basically what you're going to be doing is signing up for this and this is through live and learn they will uh, you will leave a donation box outside your door volunteers will pick it up and deliver it you don't have to meet anyone you don't have to interact you just do what you 
got to do. There is a occupancy um, capacity. I think there's somewhere around 50 spots left, but go sign up for that. Again, that is Boxes of Hope, and this is a social distancing supply drive. Uh, last but not least is the Phoenix Industry 500 support drive. So this is taking place over at Crown Public House and online. Basically what they're going to be doing is partnering with vendor, vendors, local organization and local bars slash restaurants to provide groceries and miscellaneous good goods to members of the Phoenix food and beverage industry. Items will include fresh produce, groceries, dry goods, anything that they need to help supply themselves. The event will take place at Crown Public House on Saturday and Sunday, April 25th and 26th from noon to 5 p.m. both days. Uh, volunteers will provide uh, masks and gloves and the process will uh, be executed uh, with a strict adherence to social distancing and hygienic guidelines. Uh, due to high volume of uh, participants, delivery will not be an option to register. You go to uh, uh, send an email over to phoenixindustry500 at gmail.com. I, I encourage you guys, this is going to be a fun one for those of you who want to help support the local community. I encourage you guys to really take part in helping one another out. This is the time to do it. You have the time, you have the um, energy. Please go and do so. Um, last but not least, we hope that you guys enjoy this episode. This is episode number 234. I got to get back to being a dog dad. See you guys on the next episode. What is it you do? And why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a combo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out the, what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Finding Arizona Podcast. I am your host, Jose. Every week we bring in someone very special. And today we have two very special guests. Ooh, that sounded awful. I'm going to have to fix that later. Anywho, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the owners of, of Scoopwell. Scoop Wells. Wells. Yes. With an S at the yeah, end. Yeah, like apostrophe Ap S. Apostrophe S. Scoop Wells. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves so that we can get full names. Hello, I am Kendra Shear, and I am one of the co-owners of Scoop Wells Dough Bar, and this is... And I am John Shear, <laughs> Kendra's husband. 
Welcome, Kendra and John. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> no problem. So glad to be here. This is very exciting. Yes. And so just to give everyone a little bit of insight, we met you guys a couple of weeks back, yeah. right before everything kind <laughs> yes. of shut down, literally, exploded. Like, literally right before. <laughs> I think it was, we had a couple people message us and said that was like our last time out of the house. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that might have been the day before the NBA canceled, which was like yeah. the domino. Yeah. yeah. Like, the oh, domino. Yeah. yeah it was like was the normal. M- people can die, but you take away sports mm-hmm. from America. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes, this is real. Yeah. This is yep. real. Yeah. <laughs> bringing up. And everything just In hindsight, yeah. we should have made that light like last a lot longer right. if we had known. We the would have like really partied like all night. <laughs> we would have all stayed <laughs> really till like yeah. midnight. But you guys gorgeous. You guys were fun about it and you were very like you guys were just so much like that whole night was just a fun creative way to like get oh. people involved and Thanks. you know really understand that you guys are there and open and and so yeah. it was really incredible for us to be there and be invited as well. Well, we were so glad you came. Thank you. So I'm going to hit you with the question that we ask everyone. Can you uh-huh. give us the origin story of how you sell cookie dough for a living? Yes, <laughs> which is probably the most fun job ever. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll go ahead and take this one because I'm more of the chatty one anyway. <laughs> but um, John and I have been together since we've been... Well, I was 15. He's oh. much older than me. He's, oh, no. He's two years old. Don't, like, don't call. Not even two, like a year and a half. He's right, how old are you right now? <laughs> okay, Just right now he's 38 <laughs> and I am 36, which to me, the math is two years. Two years. I so, understand. <laughs> my mom, my, my, uh, I think Brittany and I are about, about a couple months, like weeks. Apart? Like, apart. Oh, that's funny. And but so there's a t- period of time where you're technically your part. Yep, somebody asks exactly. <laughs> and so she likes to bring that. I'm older. <laughs> yeah, I like to go with I'm so much younger. Thank you. Um, but so we, we've been together forever and we are obsessed with all things sweet and dessert related. And we always have been. And even in high school, we used to bake cookie dough together all the time. Nice. And half the time we wouldn't bake the cookies. We'd just eat the dough. <laughs> and it continued through college, and that kind of been became our thing. Like our friends would ask us yeah. to make it for them or bring it to their parties. So um, we were living in New York City with the four kids and kind of just looking for a change. John was in investment banking, and he was kind of burnt out on that. What part of like where where were you officially like in the investment world? So it's. It's not really investments. It's the worst name ever for a job. Uh-oh. It's completely misleading. <laughs> so investment banking is actually nothing to do with investing. Investing. Okay. It's basically you're dealing with mergers, acquisitions. Got it. Um, we facilitated leverage buyouts, mergers, nice. um, and a lot of other stuff. We, my group specifically handled um, only private equity clients. Okay. So we were helping them you know, facilitate the purchase and sale of their businesses and their portfolios. And then um, all the thing, ma- all the management thing. alongside their portfolios of like growing the business, right? Like, yeah. Know, and then dividends out. Very boring. It's seriously, it's just. <laughs> I was like, going to say. Super boring. All, <laughs> and all things are like, you know, with sorry. when it comes to money, it's like very hyper emotional. Oh. Yes. Sorry. Oh. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> oh, wait, now my, now my phone went up. <laughs> Nobody say Siri's name. <laughs> <laughs> always listening. Yeah. Anywho, I was going to say in all of these things that we are very emotional when it comes to the financial side. So it's like that same aspect of like, yeah, it's uh, it can be a little 
you know, dry, but it's also it's like people get very amped up when it comes to their own money. Oh, yeah. Sure. And, and it, it was long hours and yeah. he just was never we had all the kids there in the city with us. So between his being burnt out with work and mm. the kids all getting older and having four kids in Manhattan is kind of a lot of kids from Manhattan. Um, so we were kind of ready for a change. And one night he was literally, there's a similar ish concept in New York. Yeah. And he said, I think we could do that with our dough, like, but put our own spin on it. And yeah. like, why don't we do it? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and that's like about it. It was really that simple. And yes. we didn't like really mill it over. We were just like, okay, let's do it. And just full, full yeah. force into it. So we went like full steam ahead. It was probably like beginning to end probably took about a year ish right from yeah we decided to do it to get i would say transition so. yeah over yeah get the idea built it out and then just open the storefront may i ask what made you find your way here to yeah. scott's well to so, uh, arizona we we're originally Phoenix. both from nebraska but we did both go to u of a oh so okay we were familiar with the arizona area and yeah. we loved in phoenix like for like a year. Or yeah, you yeah. Okay. After after school cuz I was obviously much older so much older for her. Thank you for accepting that. a year and then when I was just I originally was working in a job mm-hmm. to see if I wanted to get into the family business. It was like commercial laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, decided that I didn't want to do that nor did I want to live in South Dakota my entire, my entire life. <laughs> so after that I was kind of looking for other jobs, wasn't really happy and that's when we kind of made the jump to New York. York yeah. yeah. But we always loved the Arizona area, and especially with the kids. It was a perfect mix of Manhattan's, like, a busy place, obviously, and to have four kids um, was kind of a lot there. But I didn't want to go back to, like, Nebraska, South Dakota. Mm. I wanted, like, a middle ground where I felt like I could get big city enough but still have a more manageable family life for our family. So this was a good like marriage for us to come back here. Backyard? Yes, get a backyard. And we (laughs) like to be outside. Our family likes to do all the outdoorsy things so the yeah. weather here even though it's hot in the summer I it's mean, a dry heat people I, cool. like, yeah exactly like, in, yeah in the cold weather in new york nebraska like it's cold it's yeah in the winter you can't be outside miserable no. All, yeah, no. yeah no her she has a an aunt and uncle that were from uh south dakota north dakota, north dakota. And so, like, all yeah, the all the same, all the same weather, <laughs> like, you know, they were just really happy to be out of the, yes. <laughs> out of the snow. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, I definitely can relate. I'm actually, um, so I'm, I grew up a little bit north of here, so it's like a little bit past Flagstaff. Got it. And then, so we got mm-hmm. snow and everything, and I just, I, I enjoy snow, but I enjoy snow on the same level of, like... Right. On your terms, like, yeah. when I want to go. Yeah, when I want to go. Yeah. When I can see it, and yeah. then I can, you know... Come back. Come back, you yes. know, and just get out of, get back in the city. Yes. So, you know, one of the things that I am very curious about, especially being, you know, you were in the financial world, how easy was it to transit or try to come up and make this concept come to life, being someone so in the financial world and you can understand the ups and downs of owning your own business. Yeah. I think the benefit for me, like you said, having the financial background, no understanding accounting, like the boring stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The very operational based stuff was super helpful for me because especially even applying mm-hmm. for a small business loan. Yeah. I was going through the process and I was like, I don't know how people do this without having like my background. Yeah. And like it, a it under- seems overwhelming yeah. to build a financial model that flows through the financial statements. Like, would be very overwhelming. So um, that was extremely helpful. And then I think, you know, we we both recognized that there was a lot of stuff we didn't know. So you don't know what you don't know. And we tried to find 
people that could help us figure those things out, talk mm-hmm. to as many people as we could yeah. within the industry, and kind of comb together a pretty com- pretty comprehensive team of creative people to help us mm-hmm. um, you know, fine-tune yeah. the idea and the concept and then kind of bring it to life, with, especially in the storefront. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we definitely, it was helpful for sure to have his background and we knew going into it, there's stuff we would not know, Mm -hmm. but until you get into it, I think anybody who starts a business would say the same thing is like, you think you know (laughs) what you don't know. And then you realize, Oh no, there's even more. I (laughs) don't know. Like, you know, it's funny in the process. We were trying to talk to everybody. Right. So we'd ask for recommendations. Like who can we talk to? And we talked with Lauren Bailey, who's the CEO of Upward Projects, like Postino's, Windsor, all those. And she's like, look, when we open our first Postino, if I would have known how bad it would have been, I never yeah. would have done it. <laughs> Which is like what so like, many we people literally say. literally sleeping in yeah. a car the first couple nights. Like just, yeah. she says it was horrific. But that's that's the thing, right? You just yeah. fight through it. You live to fight another day. And mm-hmm. eventually you hope that it's worthwhile. But you, the people I think that kind of go down this road just have that desire to, yep. to do something yeah. different and be in their own control and have your own, you know, control your own destiny so to speak so yeah absolutely i think for us it was just something that i was sick and tired of working for somebody else so we just really wanted to kind of create our own path mm-hmm. hence cookie dough what a better <laughs> yeah. way to do it i know i know right <laughs> when that too is why because you know <clears throat> we looked at other stuff like you could potentially franchise things or something but for us that took away yeah. that little nuance takes away all of the creativity and your flexibility and like mm-hmm. especially for example like right now this crazy time yeah to be mm-hmm. able to adapt and pivot Mm-hmm. And do when whatever you're not in control of something is very difficult. And that's exactly the reason why you know, yeah. we went this route. And I'm, I'm glad we did. Yeah. I'm really like one of the true and tried things that I think is very, um, says a lot about the owners is being able to do the community events that we were a part of and being able to see so you guys face to face and interact with you guys. Um, one of the questions that I like to ask everyone is what have you learned from your community, especially in this time um, for small business owners or, you know, even just kind of uh, uh, brick and mortar owners with, you know, actual <laughs> storefronts. What have you learned from your local community? Because you guys are actually at uh, first Uptown Plaza. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yep. um, so there's a lot of people already there next to you in your facility, in your area. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, you guys are working in and out with different community members day in and day out. Yeah, I would say mm-hmm. what we have been really surprised in a fantastic way by is the neighborhood and the community around us is so supportive. Yeah. Like people here, and I don't know if it's um, that uptown area in particular <laughs> even, but they love their neighborhood. They love local and people are so like, we're so thankful because people are all seem to be all about, they were before all about local. I feel like we used yeah. to get a lot of people coming in who would just, Oh, we love coming here. We like trying to support local. And now with everything going on, it's just like taking it up a notch. Yeah. But even in the Plaza, the business owners, I mean, there's some big ones in there like West Elm and AJ's, but there, everyone is so willing to support each other, even as other business owners. Yeah. Which is so nice. It's really incredible, too, because right now what we're starting to see is I think the statistic is at least almost 40 percent of small business owners are potentially losing their business, you know, just just from waiting. Yeah, Yeah. just from waiting this prolonged period of time. I think it was, a you know, a bunch of things came out, obviously, as things evolved. And I think it was JP Morgan that put out a report that said 
over 50% of small businesses have fewer than 28 days of capital. Yeah, that's the so thing like, I heard. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Like, you literally have less than a month. Yeah. But I remember, I mean, what always is mind boggling to me, and I think you get, you forget sometimes when you're very fortunate to have a job and mm-hmm. you don't have to struggle to pay a bill and you're not living paycheck to paycheck that you, you know, don't get me wrong, like, we've, this has been tough for us and it yeah. is, this has been the hardest it's ever been for us in terms financially. But especially when we were in New York, I, you know, like, I had a job and you get a bonus and even though it's expensive, like you still get by and you're not, Mm -hmm. it's not terrible. But I remember riding an elevator up and it was like some absurd amount of the population too is like could not survive one month without a job. Like if they lost their job for a month, they wouldn't be able to feed their family, right? Which is, that's a problem. That is, that is seriously like, that's financial. Like I think it's also financial education. I can tell you from someone of my own particular background I, you know, I'm Native American on my mom's mm-hmm. side. We were never, ever taught savings. We were never, ever taught, yeah. you know, these little pieces about, you know, when you go to college, what it means to have a loan or what it means to have a right. grant and things like that. So I think what the... Um, Which kind of eliminates you from possibility of, like, getting those things, too. Right? You don't know those things exist. So yeah. Like, you miss out on the grants and stuff mm-hmm. that could help you, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, yeah, so now, like, when I start to see different elements of, you know, the financial <laughs> world start to break into my own personal life, so I have to, like, read yeah. and do research because that's yeah. the kind of person I am. But, yeah, like, when it came up to small business owners, even individuals themselves have less than, you know, 5000 yeah, in their yeah. savings. And so it was just like, oh, man, what am I doing? Am I doing this right? Or, yeah. like, all these scary questions. But, you know, one of the things that I want to get into because – you guys are expecting yes. right now. And you can so, see me right now. I'm gigantic. <laughs> but, I, you know, it's one element of actually having and providing for your family. Yeah. And you are a mother and you are a father. What are you guys doing in the meantime with the storefront being, you know, temporarily less? less? Yeah. What are you guys doing with the family? What do you guys like to do when, you know, you're at home with them? Oh, so so our kids, we have two sets of twins. So they're two seven-year-old girls and then a boy and a girl who are four. Yes. So it's a real, this is a fun age. They're easy to entertain and there's always <laughs> something. I mean, we're a busy household. Yes. But um, we've been doing tons of like water activities. Nice. They're liking to do the water balloons on the trampoline, <laughs> which John can participate in and I cannot. Because... <laughs> You know, we're not quite, I have three weeks left. So maybe in like a week, then I'd be fine hopping on. Nice. <laughs> um, but we've been doing, we've been trying to like switch it up a bit and do like build tents and forts and do movies. We've done yeah. a bunch of sidewalk chalk type activities. Oh, that's fun. What was that like for you guys? Oh, it was really fun. We did, um, you could, there's tons of them going on right now where you can, different things, but we did the stained glass windows one. So we went out and uh, masking yes. taped like yeah. the driveway and then shade it in different and then you pull it off it looks really great yeah it looks like a professional artist does it so the kids love it it looks like an actual thing that you guys were like looking for on the internet yes exactly (laughs) which is always so satisfying by the way yeah and then we've been trying um in attempt because you know i have to homeschool the seven-year-olds are first graders so Mm. there needs to be some attempt at some homeschooling but so i've been looking up um like do your own science experiments which is fun sick yes so we did one today that was really fun we did a it it makes your egg like rubberizes your egg, so it's ah, like a bouncy nice. ball. Yeah, yeah. You just set it in uh, vinegar, <laughs> and then it like dissolves the shell, and it kind of hardens the 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 soft. Yeah, the what's left, embryo. and so it like it's like a bouncy ball. They wow, found that's insane. Yeah, that's so, so we've been cool. trying to do like stuff like that just to keep it fun and different. But in 
I'm trying to look at the, I like to look at the silver lining always. And yeah. it is nice to have, um, you know, usually everybody's so busy in life. So that would be the silver lining of all this is that you do have a little more time to try and do some of those things. And we do have a baby coming, so mm-hmm. that will make it busier. So it's nice to get some time with them. There's like a there's like a deep uh, connection that you guys are falling back into almost where you're like trying to, you know, bring the, the bits of family life back into, yeah. the, into and, the mold. Yeah. And just like get it, take advantage of more of it. Because, you know, the kids, especially the seven year olds, they have dance one night or like basketball or whatever. And yeah. we don't have any of that. So it's just nice to. And we're we're a social family, so they do a lot of play dates, or we get together with friends, or and it's been nice to just be at home and just be us, and yeah. so that is definitely the silver lining of it. That's really good. Can I ask you this? Where did the name come from? Oh, yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> it's like an evolution of like spinning off of things, and like you know, you do a lot of scoop, like you scoop up the scoops, literally. Yeah. But um, we kind of got the image you've you've seen, like there's the characters that are on our walls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the characters came first and then it kind of just like felt like a natural we had worked with a team yeah, that helped us had, like, a creative a, team a first name that we kind of thought we were going to go with and then it ended up not happening and scoop wells was ended up kind of being the backup but we were actually happier with it yeah at the yeah. end of the day it just fits a lot better for what we were trying to do for yeah. sure so because yeah, that's the the guy character you know okay. is he's mr Scoop Scoop yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, you, I mean, inside, I have to admit, you guys have a, a pretty dead on theme with like what you guys are trying to pull across. Oh, and it's definitely from a visual standpoint. I understand it. I'm a designer okay. myself. So the design elements are really beautiful and tie it together okay. really well. And the other aspect that I'm very like, again, I'm so enamored with with you guys. Is it's so delicious? Ah, it is so you. delicious. It's, That's the most important part. <laughs> yes, that is the most important part. But it's like really, it's like in my back of my head when she was like, "Do you want cookie like this cookie dough place?" And I'm just like, um, I mean, I guess. Like, yeah, like why, why can't why we just yeah. do cookie dough like chocolate chip like you know cookie like dough the, here? But the bar. Yeah, just the here at the house. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, let's try it out. And then she. Brought home some, and I had, I had to put my foot in my mouth because it was delicious. <laughs> and so, you know that I, I'm always one to say I can be wrong, and and still, you know, f- appreciate. <laughs> Thank that. you. We so, appreciate yeah. your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And so, like you know, that's one of the things that I'm very glad that you know we are able to talk to you. You guys. Was it very strenuous to pick out the different, like, you know, (laughs) flavors? I I mean, this is, like, one of the best and sometimes worst things about my husband is he's super particular. Okay. And, like, very knows what he likes and doesn't like, especially when it comes to food. Like, in particular, food. Um, And so, like, his big joke used to be, like, I'd make some cupcakes or, like, school for the kids. Yeah. And he'd taste it and he'd be like, well, I think we should redo them. I'm like, for God's sakes, it's for kindergartners. And he'd be like, no, we bake for perfection. I'm like, all right, well, we'll do this. I love it. But so he's, like, my best taste tester because I feel like if he likes it, that's, like, a good, really, really good sign. Um, But he, we were just both really adamant on we really wanted it to taste like cookie dough not like some version of cookie, right. just because you could eat it yeah. raw well, we want to keep it true to form right so it has eggs it has all of the things that you would expect because it is cookie dough yeah right? you can you bake can it make, yeah bake it in the cookies without some of those ingredients you just don't think you you don't you mm-hmm. lose all the characteristics of what cookie dough is so it tastes different you can't bake it mm-hmm. to me that's that's not cookie dough mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like that's one part of um, some some places where it's like, uh, I don't know, off the top of my head, like Dippin' Dots. Yeah. It's sort of like ice yeah, cream, right? Yeah, but there's an element yeah. that's right. taken away that you're like, man, right. I wish I had that still creaminess right. or whatever right. that may be. Which, in like, not to say one is better than the other because they serve different purposes, but for what like we wanted to go with with our store, mm. that's um, what we were looking for. So he was he and the kids because kids are always super honest. Yes, so, no filter. Yeah, no filter. <laughs> they will just tell you straight up. Um, so they were like my best taste tester so we'd go through like a lot of versions yeah um you know it's just today, fine like, sometimes like, it's crazy like the weather will impact things so sometimes yeah like the moisture yeah, the yes. moisture totally impacts dough so yeah. if it's or really if it's really hot if it's really hot out or and dry or it's like when it was that week when it was raining we're like god all the dough is like super sticky it's like mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh we have to like back off a little yeah. bit of, of the moisture content because <laughs> it would it, it's crazy the humidity impacts everything so yeah and especially when you're doing it on a daily basis yeah. and you're trying to keep it at a level of like, this is our standard right. cookie yes. dough. Yes. You're just like, ah, it's yeah. like, it's and we not have working. a lot of regulars. So you don't want them to come back and be like, what? What is this? Why is it, it different? different? Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Do the twins, any of the set of twins, do they have his pickiness at all? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which for one? For sure. Sloan. <laughs> our daughter Sloan, for sure. Delaney and Dalton will eat anything. Okay. And Quinn's somewhere in the middle because she's usually in her own, like, world, world <laughs> like cupcakes and rainbows. And so she may or may not eat depending on if there's, like, a princess crown laying around. But <laughs> Sloan is definitely, like, very particular. And she'll, she's like John a little bit because sometimes John will be like, what? Wait, what is that? Before I'll try it, like, tell me. Tell me all the ingredients that are in it. Give me everything I, don't I need recognize a, a this. Yeah. <laughs> She's like very, even like her mac and cheese. She won't eat the Annie's, which in okay. my mind, I'm trying to give them a healthier version of mac and cheese, although yes. it's all the same. <laughs> She's like. She will only do the Trader Joe's mac and cheese, like specifically. And you'll sweetheart. try, sometimes I've tried, like especially now, mac and cheese is out everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I've tried to like hide the box, make the mac and cheese, serve it. And she'll be like, what's this? This is different. <laughs> this is How different. do you know? It's the same thing. <laughs> Um, you, yeah, she definitely I, got that. Have you tried any, like, uh, you know, when you try different uh, recipes, do you, like, consider them and, like, hey, I'm going to make this. What do you, oh, like, what do you think yeah. I should add into it? Oh, yeah. We've oh, we've asked them a lot of times for their opinions on flavors. And, like, some of our kids, the peanut butter one, our kids love peanut yeah. butter. So that was definitely inspired by them. Absolutely. Um, and the... Snickerdoodle also, because they both, they love Snickerdoodle cookies. So nice. that was one we had to go over. But we always ask them if they think, like, what's something else you'd like to see in their cookie? <laughs> um, sometimes the ideas are not, <laughs> not feasible. Out also, of this pro- world. Yeah, and you're like, no, I don't. <laughs> we'll pass on And that. what we found, too, is like, just because it's a good cookie doesn't mean it's a good cookie dough. True. Mm. Yes. Good, that, there's a... To be served raw, it, you just have to have, it's different elements sometimes, which yeah. make it better in the raw form versus a baked cookie. What, the yeah. same can be even said, like, just dough, for example, is my favorite dough. Mm-hmm. It's just chocolate chip without the chocolate chips. Yeah. But I would never, that would never be my, like, cookie of choice. Yeah. It's right. absolutely my dough of choice. Yeah. So it's, right. They're two kind of different worlds. We tried to do, I tried to make, like, a, kind of like a churro-esque ah. cookie, which is kind of like a short, it was a kind of like a shortbread, which it baked great, but it doesn't taste very yeah good yeah. not baked and i was like well that's that's, <laughs> that's <far."> unfortunate <laughs> yeah because <laughs> in my mind i thought that was gonna kill it and it was not <laughs> what 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 is the most difficult to kind of not only make but maintain 
Like which flavor? Yeah, which flavor? Ooh. I, oh, I can tell you which one I hate making yeah, and also red serving. Red I said red velvet. But it, yes, red velvet. Everyone loves oh. it, but because like it is just in that the color of the red velvet, mm-hmm. it just, and you like brush a cup with it and it like stains the side oh. of the cup. It's like so frustrating. It's, yeah. And the co- plus the cocoa when you're making it, mm-hmm. if you turn it on too fast, it's like, <laughs> yes, which <Yeah. laughs> took me. Like mini hard lessons to learn. We're, uh, we're, so we're getting into, so we, she got a mixer, a, a stand up mixer for oh, yes. Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so we've been trying to like try different things and try different, you know, recipes. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've learned the, the hard yeah. way about cocoa and certain yeah. things. It's terrible. Or just so even fun. the flour. Like the, mm-hmm. like that was like little things like that, nuances that you learn, like, oh, let's, Put the wet ingredients on top of the flour so that every time I'm not yeah, like cleaning up the flour. Yeah, next thing you too, right? Like you don't want right. to take 45 minutes to make one cookie dough, you'd right? like yeah. to make a half hour or yeah. less or whatever yeah. it is. So all those little shortcuts and even, I mean, we owe a lot of it too. That's, I think that's the one thing we've done a pretty good job of is we listen to every, everyone on our team that. Our employees are so great. You know, we They're really pretty, work pretty well together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't treat anyone any differently and everyone is a part of the team. And of equal importance so we listen to everyone's ideas and we've gotten a lot of great stuff yeah it's really great because you know, think about it, like if you're the one doing it every time you know i'm not always making the dough so especially during other times if they're making it all the time you know every day they're learning some stuff and they're they're noticing some things they're like actually we should do this instead of that and like, mm. yes why why do we do this yeah right? <laughs> just the way it was like, that's the way we started it and that's the way we've done it yeah, yeah. it doesn't make it great efficiency so, yeah. yeah for sure I, you know, and that's the other thing that I really enjoy about, you know, getting to know your small business is that they'll they'll come up with something every now and again that will just throw you for a loop and just yeah. kind of like, oh, wow, I didn't think that this would work, but it really does. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, that's magnificent for you guys to be able to um, now be able to find those when you peak and then there's a yeah. plateau. Let's figure something so, yeah. out yeah. and let's yeah. take it up. Well, and that's the thing, even with this all of this going on right now, the, the virus and everyone being quarantined, it forces you to market differently, do things differently, mm-hmm. look at different ways to get customers, which we wouldn't have thought of before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while of course we're not, you know, nearly as busy as we were before, yeah. I think we have gained new customers because people are just scrolling. Like people that don't typically order online are ordering online now, yeah. right? And so sometimes you're just scrolling even to see what's even open. And so we've gained people that have tried us online um, that have never had us before. But That's awesome. But I think they're only trying us because, you know, they are looking for something different. You're stuck at home, all mm-hmm. those things. Well, so. I think a lot of it, too, is, you know, a little bit of survival of the fist because a lot of restaurants are closing doors because between labor costs and yeah. managing mm-hmm. your food costs, it's tough. Right? Yeah. You get a wave of orders at, for 45 minutes of the day, but then it'll be quiet outside. Yeah. So it's. And then the next day, it's different. So And we don't pay John. So he, <laughs> he's there all day, every day for free. So, and that's the thing. Um, almost all of our uh, employees were GCU students because ah, we're right by the yeah, college. Yeah. And so when the campus closed, most of them are out of state. So they all went back. So we, um, I mean, fortunately, we didn't have to make the decision of like, how do we pay our employees and we can't get hours and whatever. It just transitioned that way because yeah. they but all went home. Yeah, but then it just home. happened. Yeah, but then yeah. it just happened that John was John and well, like two other people are alone um, survivors. So, and they both have other jobs, the two that are still here. So it's pretty much just all John and then yeah. they'll come. Looking for a special Mother's Day gift for your mom, mom friends, or your wife? We've got the perfect idea for you. 
An illustrated book, The Color of Mother, is written by Arizona author Chelsea Young as a tribute to moms to acknowledge them for who they are and all that they do. It's a token of appreciation for moms of any age or any stage of motherhood, whether a mom-to-be, a new mom, or a mom of grown children. The Color of Mother is a sweet story that moms can share with kids up to age 10, too. It encourages creativity, helps children express their feelings, and teaches a lesson of gratitude. The Color of Mother is available in the original hardcover edition or the all-new paperback edition. Order your signed copy for $24.99 for the hardcover and $15.99 for the paperback at coloreverything.love, that's .love. Each price includes a custom message, shipping, and a portion of the proceeds will be donated to Amanda Hope Rainbow Angels. It's a Phoenix nonprofit that helps children and parents battling pediatric cancer. Give a gift that gives back and will brighten Mother's Day by ordering your copy at coloreverything.love. Now you're getting really close to those recipes, keeping them, keeping oh, yeah. them. Real, t- real close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> memory at this point. Yeah. Well, one you know, of the other cool thing is one email that we got was House Hus uh, Brewery is turning into kind of like, yeah, like a, a pantry. Pantry. Yeah. And yeah. Provisions. They're great. We love them. Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool of a pivot for them yeah. to be able yeah. to, yeah. you know. Take those, um, what are they like, staples. wholesales, wholesale yeah. staples, yeah. and like be able to mm-hmm. transition into becoming something else. Yeah, it's so funny. We were just talking because we came from the store here, and they were packaging them all up when we were leaving. So we were just talking about that on the yeah. way over Aww. here. But they're we, great people. We were like looking at the menu and like, what should we order? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. So we're excited to do that. Yeah. Well, you'll come by and get some cookie dough when you go pick Absolutely. up your <laughs> the rest of it. And that's what's nice too is um, we we've always been pretty collaborative in that plaza mm-hmm. i would say with all the other um restaurant owners or business owners in general but we've increased like now we're playing off of because lou malnati's gets a lot of pizza delivery order mm-hmm. during this they always do but they've stayed just as strong <laughs> and so we play off that so we like did a post with them and Hus, awesome. and we're like you're gonna come to one spot pick up your pizza pick yeah. up your beer yeah. and so pick smart. up your cookie dough and that's like your full like Your whole Friday thing. night meal. Yeah, exactly. What a better way on a Friday night. Right. And that's that's marketing 101, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So, But it's so true. So it's been given us some opportunity to like do some fun stuff like that. Yeah. Where, not that we, but you're just not always thinking of it because you're all doing your own thing and you're like chugging along. And so. Yeah, it's uh, times like this, you really see who's going to hustle and who's not. Mm-hmm. Who's got it. Who's yeah. It's, yeah. It's exhausting. Like I'm, mm-hmm. we're spent, but that's what you've got. Like if you're, if you're going to make it and survive. You just yeah. gotta keep trying and mm-hmm. keep hacking away, and or or you just don't, shut your doors yeah. and you're like, well, hope for the wait best. Yeah, this is. But the problem is, we don't have that option. We talked about yeah. it. Yeah. We don't have that option. But number two, this is gonna be a while, right? Mm-hmm. We're, this isn't going away in a week or two weeks. This is probably at least June. Mm-hmm. So <gasps> sorry. Yeah. I mean, realistically, you oh. you need to shift your business and and do what you can with it in right. order to survive this you know period of time. So yeah. and what's been actually what one of John's um kind of things at the very beginning when this started and we were talking about what hours and staying open, he was really adamant is he's he's like, I we always thought we love the community. We love people. That's mm-hmm. part of why we did this. And he he always said like he was like, I want to be there for these people. Yeah. They I want to be a staple that they can count on and our hours are the same and we're there every day for you. And I was like, okay. And that made sense and I agreed, but I didn't realize how much people would appreciate that. 
And we've had so many people come in and thank really us great. for being open. I'm like, no, thank you for your business. <laughs> for coming in, yeah. But we to see the appreciation to us in return has been crazy because I did not expect that. But people are grateful, I think, because they're you know stuck at home, not mm-hmm. stuck, but but yes, stuck at home. And just to have a lot of with a lot of places closing, having some options, people mm-hmm. have been or really skin, grateful. Skinning which is down hours, so like if you nice. Are open or skinning down hours, so you're just limited. Yeah. yeah, and you just wanna you just want that one thing yeah. or something different, and you have you know you you guys are there for that option. So people have been really responsive to that, which has been nice to see. A little really unexpected, great. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think overall, I've been impressed with for the most part of people's support of small business. Oh yeah, I think in um, I think in Arizona in particular, yeah. Like I, there seems I, to be I a think really there are strong a lot of people that look at like oh small business whatever it's not, like. No, it's a real thing. Like yeah. Yeah. these two months, like we talked about already, like the, the amount of capital most small businesses have and their reserves is so minimal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally a five dollar tip is is important, it's, right? Yeah, like, it's really those helping. Unexpected people. little yeah. tips, big tips, any tips that you get from people or coming in and just be like, I'm gonna buy some for my friends too. They don't need it, but they're just trying to be supportive and helpful. Yeah. And yeah. We've had a few people do that. One lady came in, she's like, I've never been before, or she called over the phone. My, we have an immunocompromised at home, but I just want to support you guys. So do this, this, and this. How much is that? It was like like thirty five bucks. She's like okay, double it. How much <laughs> yeah. is that? Like seventy. She's like okay, I'll pay with cash in the car. And then she gives a hundred bucks. And yeah, which is so sweet. There's but been just, so much of that. You know, that's awesome. I, I feel like times like this, you see the best and the worst of people. So yeah, that's really We've fortunately seen a lot of great yeah, stuff. Mostly the you, best. Then you see some horrible people out there too doing taking advantage. advantage and, but yeah. that's you, great. You know, but that's not most people, right I would reasons. say. But I think, really, you see just a lot of great people helping elderly deliver things for free. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just think there's... That's the, the the silver lining, too, kind of. We talked about more of on a global level. I think people have gained some pretty important perspective. Yeah. yeah. And realize what's most important out there other than, you know, yourself. And, and I'm thankful media. to be in this community in particular for it because I do feel like Arizonans are, like, really into backing the small businesses which mm-hmm. is so yeah. great and all the small businesses here i think are coming together also like the ones that are still up and operating are like you know giving each other shot like everyone's yeah. working together it's not like it doesn't feel like how can i survive it's like how can we all survive yeah. which is like a a nice feeling to have but it is an ecosystem right because it's like uptown plaza for example where we're at every single store is basically closed except a few restaurants so mm-hmm. You don't have that natural ecosystem yeah, to drive foot traffic yep. and feeding off other people while they're eating and then they come for dessert. So it is important. Like we all do feed off each other in some yeah. some way. So it's important that you do support each other because that's how ultimately you're going to get back to where we were before. Well, and even I know like you've had the lovely Miss Megan Alfonso on, who's a friend <laughs> of mine whom I adore. Yes, she's um, the best. But like I'm... She always is good about like giving us shouts at shout outs and stuff. And not that she necessarily, I mean, we, when she's planning parties and stuff, we definitely can intersect. Yeah. But on a day to day, not necessarily. But we, I try to like shout her out as much as I can because she's the if, best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is the best, first of all. But you know, like it's stuff like that where you like, I know you're a small business. I know you, this has been a huge change for you. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily connect to my business but i want like we'll put up an instagram and stuff because people mm-hmm. like that i want to people support. helping people yes yeah For sure that's what and we're all about too. That going on right now which yeah. is awesome so i'm going to mm-hmm. kick it to brit really quick this is our part of our podcast called brit's big question Ooh. Yeah. Yay. 
I feel nervous. Well, no, no you guys were touching on a lot of the topics that I was going to bring up, you know, and like, what are your, how can people support you? And, mm-hmm. and, you know, not just buying your product, but like you said, you know, shouting you out and, yeah. and yeah. Fe- leaving a little tip. Yeah. Um, but now I want to talk about, you know, post-corona. Yes. Life after. Because it is coming. It's coming. Yes. You see the silver lining. Yes. But one thing that really stands out to me besides your product are your people. And that's huge. Like, I I just met you guys at the event. But prior to that, I just knew, you know, your employees. And they were so amazing. And oh, that's, thank you. Coming, coming from a business owner myself, like, that's a huge thing. So I want to know, like, how do you find them? Like, how do you how do you keep their practices up? Uh, you know yeah. everything and what are you going to do once this all clears out to get your staff back in yeah. and keep those standards up oh that's yeah, a good so, question i like it so i think for that was i mean the two things when we started the business was we can control right we can control our product and we control our people yep. and not control them obviously like they that's the one thing we control our culture i should say yeah it's a better way to say it. yes um so we control our culture and people that don't fit it are quickly shown the door it's it's tough in our business to know they seem friendly on the surface and they come in and they're like well, they don't like to get on their knees and scrub. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't work because everyone in our, everyone is, is not afraid everything. to do everything. Like yeah. it, you, it's a small business. Everyone's got to step up. So I think we've been really fortunate in finding a group of people um, that have been committed to it as, as we are. But I think that comes because we are committed to them. Mm-hmm. For example, like I was just texting a girl, um, one of our team members yesterday and today checking out because I know, you know, she financially her mom is a massage therapist so i know they're mm. tough you know money's tough right now just like for a lot of people but yeah you know, they don't have a ton of income so um it's, it's challenging like I, I care about these people they're not just employees so they're this is our family yeah. right yeah and, and i tell them all you guys are our family and we care about you as such and and that's one thing we impress upon them is when we lived in new york it really changed for us is the way we viewed people in general and we wanted to make sure that Scoopos was as inclusive, as welcome, as warm for every single person that came. I don't care who you love, what you look like, how you dress. Like, you, this is a safe place. You can come mm-hmm. and you'll be treated, you know, fairly, e- yeah. equally as to everybody else. And so anyone that doesn't fit that can leave. Like, that's just a hard pass if you can't do mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think just going back to having the right people in place, once you start building that culture, it is very clear the people that don't fit yeah and we haven't really, had very many really we hit we've had like our we had like eight or nine employees before corona and now we only have two <laughs> but um of those like eight or nine i think five or six were from our opening day nice yes. and then awesome. two others were from the beginning of this year so like we're kind That's of really great from people that graduated so yeah and so we, you know, we really, you know, there's people always kind of like round out the team with like one or two people that sometimes you're trying to, for whatever reason, like somebody tore their ACL, so you're trying to replace. Yeah, yeah. See, there's always like one or two positions maybe that you're trying to finalize sometimes, but mm-hmm. we've been really fortunate. You know, we, I think it, it you, we try to pay more than we need to mm-hmm. and po- probably should or can afford to, but I think <laughs> paying more is important. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think we get those them. people yeah, and we hear yeah. that from our customers a lot. Like, dough was great which of course you want to hear but they're like but the customer service and that was our thing we i always say i want to i wanted to be somewhere where people talked about that because i talk about that and Mm -hmm. i am not i mean i want our dough to be just as good but i always said like at a restaurant i will go back to a place where i loved the staff and just was like yeah about the food before i'll go back to a place where i love the food but hated the 
the service, service or the yeah, yeah or the so atmosphere. The great and the, the server is terrible or the people are terrible. Like, mm. screw that. No, place. I'm not. I'm not yeah. yeah. Why would I want to go? Oh, there? Yeah. There's plenty of other places. Yeah. 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 But when we that's our thing. I think we have found those people by we are upfront and honest. We typically interview everyone together, and we we want to invest in these kids, and they then you get that naturally in return. I think then they invest back in you. Of course. And so um, it's been a really, that's been really fun. And then once you get your core good group, then we've had them recommend people and, yeah. you, you know, because yeah. then they know. That's a, the best way too because yeah. they know the culture. They know what's expected. And then that leaves if, everyone else too, right? Yeah. Because then, mm-hmm. like I said, they don't, they stick out like a sore thumb if they're not doing what. Everyone and we split doing. everything. Like tips are split. It's not it's pool, like. Right? For the week, not like versus, mm-hmm. you know, because a Saturday obviously is more tips, but we want it to be that community feel where it's, you like, know. Like, oh, you're cleaning the yeah. oven, but well, that's yeah. important. Tuesday night was slow, clean, but. You crank down yeah. on Saturday or yeah. the fridge or whatever. So exactly. I think everyone works together really well, and they're all like, a lot of them have gotten friendly outside of work and stuff. So it's been fun to, yeah. to watch. But they're, uh, we're lucky. We're very lucky with our employees. Couple more years, you got a squad of four. I know. Five, we won't need to hire anyone. It's yeah, perfect. we won't need anyone. <laughs> like, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. Fully yeah. staffed. Full, Fully yeah. staffed. At all times. <laughs> yeah. Job training. We've got yeah. school. We're, You're just gonna yeah. like, we've got, a, we've got a, a bike service. Yeah. 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 Uber, yes. you got another. Uh, People come into order and they'll be like, hello, is everyone here? And then up a little head will pop. Yes, what no, can I get you? Yeah, she like, like <laughs> you just time. see a bobbing head and then she has to stand up on a stool. She and she's like, how can I help you? <laughs> Absolutely. Child, yeah. free child labor. It's fantastic. I mean, honestly, like meeting those, uh, like, I was so impressed by, like, again, we went to that community event. Just so many people, like family members that were just there bringing their kids. Uh, we saw yeah. Sage Aubrey yeah. bring her kids. From, we've, met, we've met Sage multiple times. We've never met her, her husband kid. or yeah. her kids. Yeah. So She's to go to awesome. a place like yours to feel that kind of family dynamic, that openness, oh, like you. your husband has said, like, it's really great to, like, have that experience and be able to do that sort of stuff. Well, and it's that's what's so great for us because his job before and when he was in New York like it was not a it was family is over here and work is over here and there was no intermixing so we always said when we do this like our kids are going to be around like mm-hmm. if you come by the shop they might be like rolling around on the ottomans and like that's just what it is <laughs> yeah. um but we we wanted to do be able to do something where they could be included mm-hmm. um and feel apart so that has been really beneficial for us really who, nice for us who do you think is going to take to it first no that's a good question. That is a good question. I all of them. Well, <laughs> well actually, Dalton, um, Dalton, they're in preschool, and their preschool teacher texted me one day and said that um, he was going to, when he grows up, he wants to make cookies at Scoopwells. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, I mean, really yeah. all are so excited. I mean, that's why we did this, too, right? You want to do yeah. something that your family can be involved in mm-hmm. and all do together and be a part of and just couldn't do that before with banking. So that's been, that was one of the kind of, tests of well we want to do this business but can we have it as a family yeah and so this this fit that protocol and it's been fun to see them get so excited about it especially yeah. even in the early stage like no one knew what the heck it was <laughs> right no. but they were they, so excited they so like you know I mean, they're well on their way to type 2 diabetes because they eat so much cookie dough, but that's that's, that's a side note. That's fine. <laughs> that's we, can, we, can, 
They're we'll doing sports. That out later. They're running around. We'll figure They're that out later. <laughs> well, thank Fine. you guys again for coming in. We have learned so much about you guys just from the oh, past couple of times we've interacted with oh, you. And it. so Again, we have no doubt that you guys will be just fine through oh, this. And thank you. If there's anything that we can do, please well, let us know. We would love to help you out. In well, we appreciate we just this and coming on, and it's always so nice to chat. And yeah, of course. We just we were excited to do this, so we appreciate yeah. you having us. And so this end part is for you to tell everyone uh, your social media, all the website, where they can order things, everything and anything under the sun. This is your chance to promote. So Go many ahead. things. Um, so Instagram, we're at Scoopwells. We're on Facebook as well, Scoopwells. Dobar. We have our website, which is www.scoopwells.com. And from there, you can, we do catering, which that's maybe the little known factor people okay. don't realize about us. We nice. have several catering carts. Nice. So we can do events from, you know, 100 people, weddings, birthdays, to we've done big corporate events for yes. a couple thousand people. So I've seen the cart. Yeah. It's amazing, ladies the and gentlemen. And the <laughs> cart is dope. And please go if <laughs> you're doing you. catering. Get the cart. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's fun. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love the cart. It was cool seeing it. It was really, really cool. It was like a, uh, a, like a legitimate, vintage, like, yeah. yeah, vintage ice cream. Like, it looked like the whole deal. People like the cart. So, catering, you can access our catering information through the website. Um, and we also now, this is new for us, so we can do online ordering for either for pickup or order ahead. Mm -hmm. um, or for catering stuff. Or for catering stuff online. That's our, like our new component that we've rushed through with this um, that's going on now. And then we're available on Grubhub. Uber Eats, Postmates. Any possible service. Yeah. <laughs> you can get it to you. Yes. So you can kind of find us all the ways, mm -hmm. <laughs> depending on what your needs are. Um, and you can always give us a ring, too. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Both of you are so like different, amazing, and just like overall, just friendly people. You're so so sweet. Thank I'm you. very, very happy. Like this was so easy for us to well, do. Well, likewise, we feel the same about you guys. We were very excited to do this. Thank so, you. Thank so, you for having us. Before you go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at www.findingarizonapodcast.com. There you can sign up for our newsletter and our blog. Newsletter is a little bit more of the official side going on with the podcast. The blog is personal to both Brittany and I. The latest episode of the blog is Brittany. We did some home remodeling during our quarantine time and we kept it real cheap. So check out what we did to fix up our beautiful pad. And the vlog's coming out soon, right, Jose? Yes, the vlog is coming out soon. We are doing a bunch of things behind the scenes. But before you guys can do anything of that, please go over to our social media, everything under Finding Arizona Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. Tell us who you want to hear next. Scoopwell is in the book. So if you want to hear another ice cream or any kind of dessert-based uh business please let us know ladies and gentlemen do you guys have a favorite dessert place that you like to go to before we go oh i really like churn churn I yes I yes churn mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that would probably be mine Churn, maybe sweet provisions. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. sweet mm -hmm. provisions coming that's out from. That's a good from, one. Yes. That's a good. Churn's good though. I mean, especially it's like a solid value. Good yeah. and same thing. Great customer service. I like their like rotating flavors do you, too. Do you they guys go over to Legrand Orange at all ever? We have we've been a couple times. It's just not where we live in the store, so yep. we haven't been there a ton, but. So they just opened up a bakery section, or I don't know how long it's been open, but it's like they pump out the the 
everything that they're mixing or like baking. Oh, the smell. The smell oh, they come back. So we parked, we parked in that area and just like, they, just the <laughs> <It's> smell. <smart. laughs> it's so it's good. Smart. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our episode. You can hear it all again. And please give us a like and subscribe. It helps us. It helps people like the Scoop Wells. And last but not least, we say goodnight to all of you listening. And thank you again for listening. Good night, y'all. Good night. Thanks so much.